welcome to Stories of Infosec Journeys podcast. I'm Shruti Kamath, your podcast host. In case you're new here, I would highly recommend you listen to the introduction episode. Today with us, we have Amol Nayak, who's a CISO at an Indian edtech company. He has about 16 plus years of experience and has led multiple teams in both the offensive and defensive side of security. Apart from helping in building a security program for organizations, he finds his interest in security research, bug bounty, vulnerability research, and exploit development. He's also an author of a playground focused on learning the exploitation of client-side web vulnerabilities, Bodhi. He's an active member at various InfoSec communities and has also been a speaker and a trainer at multiple conferences like Nalcon, Kukon, and Ground Zero Summit. Welcome to the podcast, Amol. In your own words, do you want to introduce yourself to our listeners? Thank you, Shruti. Thank you for having me here. Um, hello, everyone. Um, I'm Amol Naik. I'm, a, I'm working as a CISO at one of the uh, edtech companies in India. Um, I have spent most of my career as an offensive security professional, focusing more on you know web application security, mobile app, network pen test, and stuff like that. Uh, back in days in 2012, I was a bug bounty hunter, uh, found uh, good bugs in Google, Facebook, uh, Twitter, so on. I also was involved in uh, browser uh, research where the focus was finding zero days. And uh, luckily, I got uh, many bugs in Internet Explorer uh, those days. Since six, seven years now, I have shifted the uh, from offensive security to defensive security and uh, working with startup to basically improve their security posture altogether. So I guess that's, that's all from my side. All right. Thank you so much for that uh, lovely introduction, Namol. So uh, do you want to talk about, uh, you know, how you were introduced to the InfoSec industry and what has been your journey like so far? Uh, well, when I started my career, I, I used to work in, in network security. Um, so I got interested in, in ethical hacking or, you know, uh, offensive side when, uh, when I seen, you know, the firewall logs having a you know, lot of attacks. And I was always curious how these people, you know, craft exploits and how they actually do it. Right? So that is where it started. And then slowly I, uh, I move into web application, learning a little bit of background on development and web pen testing. So uh, that actually pulled me into the infosec offensive side. And as, as we grow in our career, you know, new challenges and uh, new learnings comes in. Anyway. So I, would, I would say that that was the first start of the you know, uh, offensive journey for me. You want to talk about uh, how it has been like so far? Oh, this journey has been very interesting and I'm loving it. Security is being, uh, you know, uh, turned into uh, one of my passions. Uh, and uh, when you're passionate about something, you, you basically end up doing everything which is needed for that matter. So if you look at my journey, I started from, you know, uh, active hacking, then move into bug bounty, then vulnerability research, then defensive side, securing, and now managing entire security program for, for the company. So, so far, this journey is, is, is really great, and I'm looking forward for what comes next. <laughs> That's interesting. All right. Okay. So, uh, I do want to ask you, like, you know, what has been your experience so far as being a CISO, and what, 
like any key learnings that you want to share with your fellow CISOs or aspiring CISOs? Well, uh, I have no learning for fellow CISOs because I am the new CISO, <laughs> so I'm still learning. Uh, uh, but yes, for aspiring CISOs, what I'll uh, understand is CISO is, is is a person who who need to convert security into a business language. Right. So that's a huge thing when you basically talk to non-technical folks about security, uh, you have to basically talk in their language. So I would say that is one of the important skills for uh, a CISO. And then as it goes, leadership uh, uh, skills, people management, strategizing, roadmap planning, all these things basically as, as it goes as a CISO JD, right? job description, this is all mandatory things. But yes, communicating effectively with the business leader, uh, I would say that is the key thing everyone should basically focus on. And I think uh, what I've seen is most of the technical people don't like to do it or fail to do it, right? Most of the time, because as soon as we start talking, it's more of, you know, exclusion, cross-scripting, CSRF, SSRF and stuff like this. Yeah. Uh, when you want to communicate the same to a non-technical person, I mean, that is the challenge and I think everyone should basically try learning those skills because those skills will not only uh, enhance your knowledge, but also will help you in long term when you, you know, uh, climb these ladders in your professional career. Yeah, I think uh, that's kind of been a struggle with a lot of security folks, right? Having to convert in, uh, in a layman's uh, language for most people who do not understand security. So, yeah, I mean, like, as soon as we start talking, we talk about all technical terms, right? And yeah. the expectation is the audience knows everything, right? Yeah, what you're yeah. talking, but that's not the case most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it works on security meetups, but doesn't work on, let's say, even the developers, right? They might not know certain attacks which you're trying to explain. Yeah, cool. All right. So, Amol, do you want to talk about... Uh, your mentors like if you have had mentors and what is your advice to people who are seeking out mentorship uh well i think i have, I have lots of mentors i try to learn things which i don't know or i always wanted to do from everywhere wherever i get right so you can say my all my managers so far i learned a lot from them from communication till strategy and stuff like that um, obviously, professional friends and community people, right? Most of the technical uh, knowledge I learned from them. Um, just to name few, like, you know, Akash is a very good friend. So we have a lot of different discussion on non-technical issues mostly. But yeah, it's again a learning for, you know, uh, because he's coming from an entrepreneur background and I'm, I'm coming from a technical, you can say, uh, employable background, right? So the two things be it a team management or, you know, uh, client management, expectations management, so all those things. Um, yeah, I think um, everyone basically plays a part if you look enough into, you know, their working. So till today, I do look forward for, you know, how my peers are interacting. Uh, I know I, I don't have certain qualities, so I always look out for, you know, how to uh, basically learn that, how certain persons react in certain situation, right? And then try to learn from them as much as possible from them. So yes, mentors are everywhere. You just need to look at. Uh, to answer the second 
question right uh, uh, i was i've been listening to your podcast and most of the people said the same thing which i'm going to say reach out these are people and generally people are nice so if you go and seek out help they will be happy to help you know from the other side right when you want to reach out the worst thing could happen is they they might say no right but then you always have other people to reach out so i think start reaching out people and again don't start like how to hack facebook right uh, nobody knows <laughs> right but then be i'm like uh, work on what you exactly want right and uh, be descriptive about it people are generally nice so they would be happy to help so don't shy uh, from you know not to reach out reach out and people will help yeah i know about this how to hack facebook like you know all the folks this is like a very common question that get asked like do you know how to hack facebook do you know how to do it can you help me do that that's such a common thing and it's so uh, like when you answer to them that no like you should see the look on their face it's so disappointing so uh, like i know i'm sure all of us have dealt with this on a frequent yeah. basis so yeah i yeah i'm so glad to know that you've been listening to my podcast thank you so much thanks for that advice uh, amol all right so i do want to ask you another question which is like our listeners favorite um, that is how do you deal with the uh, failures and criticism and what do you do to bring yourself back on track well i think there are two things right one is failure failure uh, happens and we should welcome them because failures brings learnings you know next time what not to do which made you fail last time right so when a failure happens i i generally introspect uh, about what went wrong how it can improve and then work on you know the the success part uh, if it is i mean it goes technical or non technical stuff both uh, if one way doesn't work figure out the another way and you know try that so that's how i handle uh, failures uh criticism i i look at it as a feedback uh and feedback could be good or bad and uh, as it goes it it's up to us how to basically react to the criticism right so generally uh, if it is bad and uh, if it is something i wanted to improve i will work upon it otherwise i just leave it uh, no action taken on that uh, because too much criticism i mean see you can't make everyone happy Right. Yeah, there will always few people who are not happy with what you are doing or whatever thing, right? So, uh, and then you should not change people as well, right? You you won't be able to. So this is something which is out of control. So the thing is, if you feel that the uh, feedback is critical for you, you should work upon it. If it is not critical for you, just leave it. Uh, that would be my suggestion. Okay. All right. Thank you for that uh, suggestion, Namol. So uh do you want to talk about what is that you've been currently working on or anything specific that you want to share with our listeners Uh sure so the first thing I wa- I am trying to do is reading books <laughs> Uh it's very difficult for me to read books because I never read uh, books especially uh, these leaderships or you know the, the non-fictional or other stuff uh so i'm trying to finish one book in a month which get delayed to a two month three months and sometimes i just lose track that is one thing i'm trying to do uh second i am trying to build uh, you know arduino based robots 
just for fun uh, and uh, for my kids. And third and most important thing is uh, I'm trying to build the open source platform to, to basically uh, secure uh, startups. Um, if you know last year, uh, at least in Indian ecosystem, there were uh, multiple data breaches. And then uh, the reason was majorly misconfigured uh, AWS, you know, or cloud mismanaged keys and stuff. So I wanted to develop a solution which basically will again play and, you know, the startup don't need security team to basically do this thing. The, the product will do everything. They just need to patch. It's kind of bringing visibility to them. So that is something I'm, I'm currently working on. Cool. All right. That sounds interesting. And yeah, I did see about uh, your uh, project with the kids on the picture that you had posted some time ago. And uh, on the reading books a bit, I totally resonate with you because even I feel struggling a lot. I try to read books, but then somehow it just like, never finishes. So it's the struggle is real, I would say. So yeah. <laughs> cool. yeah. All right. So Abul, uh, do you want to share with our listeners about the communities that you've been associated with and what is that you love about them? Um, well, uh, at the beginning, I was a part of the Garage for Hackers uh, community. Uh, uh, it is mainly, it was uh, online forum, uh, which was run by, you know, uh, people who were motivated in various domains of security, right? We, the objective was to share knowledge and you know build the community around it. Um, uh, later, I joined the null chapters. Uh, started with Pune chapter when I was in Pune, and when I moved to Bangalore, uh, I joined the Bangalore chapter. Uh, actively participated and you know met people, a lot of people because a lot of people who are my friends are from null uh, community. Uh, so yes, I, I love. Um, chapter meets because you get to know people you learn something in every uh, session they have and uh, yeah it's it's good to be connected with people and share knowledge you can guide them you can correct them when they are basically uh, you know going wrong uh, or you know they are they are mentioning something which is not, not right so you can correct them you can you can mentor them on how to present uh, you know how to talk how to create slides and uh, stuff. So yeah, I mean, uh, null chapters are fun, especially uh, the after null meet, right? Yeah, I was uh, waiting for you to mention that. <laughs> yeah, we have we have Satyas and we have Jimmy's. So yeah, uh, and that's that is where we, we talk a lot. I think you've been a uh, part of yeah, those meets as well. I know. A lot. Some serious discussions happen there. Yes, yes. Because uh, you can't share everything with every everyone, right? So yeah. these are the close, trusted people where you you can be open and then discuss stuff, technical, personal, anything you want. Yeah. So that's why I think the the chapter meets really help anyone to uh, grow in this. And I I would basically uh, tell everyone to go and join these meets, um, physical meets when 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 things get better, uh, because. This meets gives you a platform where you can basically, you know, work on your presentation skills, your technical skills. Like you have one month to present a technical topic, right? That is how the uh, null chapter works. So even if you don't know the topic, you have one month to prepare. There are enough people to guide you. And then you get a stage where you can uh, exercise your presentation skills. 
don't yeah. be afraid afraid these people don't shoot you if you are uh, wrong or you are uh, mumbling or whatever they are there to help so treat this as a platform to increase your technical as well as uh, personal skills yep um, all right do you want to mention anything uh, any other communities that you've been associated with apart from nandan kashpur hackers i think my life is on the security thing so uh, uh, so i i was part of has um, geek uh, community as well but not much uh, okay mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. all right all right thank you okay so amul uh, while you've been doing all of this right what has been your source of motivation that keeps you going especially with the pandemic it's been like really hard so what is that that keeps you going well uh, at different stage of my career the motivation was different right at the very beginning uh, it was all driven by money so be it you know changing jobs be it bug bounty hunting be it zero day research on browsers it's all was driven by money and for me at that time that was the biggest motivator so whatever i could do uh, the money was the uh, motivator however once we moved you know uh, a later stage it is all about learning right so for example when i shifted uh, when you become a manager you you start learning about people management team management uh project management right when you become a leader you you basically work on your leadership skills strategy so you know these are the need and obviously the passion is always going to be security so like like in last question right you asked me about what you are working on one of the thing i am working on as i mentioned is a, is a platform right uh, now when you look at all these things the motivation comes like you know lots of startup doesn't have uh, they they can't afford security team, right so then question is can we do something for that right so motivation is everywhere you just need to look enough um, i think uh, every person has a different motivation i mean their definition is different some might be money some might be dream job dream company whatever right so you know whatever it takes just learn and that that draws you a lot yeah i agree i like you said the motivations everywhere you just have to like look for it all right uh i'm also i think with that we come to the last question of this uh, podcast episode so what is your advice to people starting out and you know for people in the industry two things one is basically i would i'd ask them to dream dream about things they want to do so i i like the abdul kalam's quote about dream uh, you should see dreams uh, which doesn't you know make you sleep at night those are the dreams not the you not the one who which you basically see when you are asleep right the dreams are those which doesn't you know allow to sleep at night i think dream about your goals uh, maybe it's a big car big home being in hall of fame somewhere being number 1 in let's say microsoft bug bounty program you know being at certain level at certain company dream because that dream becomes your goal right and when it is very close to you 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 you, you do everything which is needed to achieve that goal right so that's the first and second on technical front focus more on learning the basics focus more on manual pen testing uh, than automation like uh, you know you should know how let's say csrf works or cross script scripting works uh, not by just putting all the payloads you have 
and then expecting pop-ups, right? You should basically develop your own methodology to identify certain bugs. So, and that comes when you when you understand basics of HTML, JavaScript, uh, how request response works, and then you basically work on the uh, tools and techniques. So, manual pen testing, uh, manual uh, testing, doing things by yourself is is, is very important, right? Uh, always ask why, how like why excesses happens why uh, how to exploit right i think how to exploit is i think google knows much better but then why excesses happen is something which will trigger you to understand excesses in and out so that would be my suggestion for uh, anyone who is starting in, in this industry you want to give any suggestions for folks who are already in the industry mm, not really i think do what you do and keep doing uh, just learn more. Um, I think one of the challenges that I see is, especially in the security industry, most of the people wants to do everything by themselves, right? Uh, specifically in the defense side. Right? Uh, what my suggestion would be to basically, uh, you know, learn from others' experience as well and try to solve problem than learning, uh, you know, how to run certain tools or, you know, certain thing. Uh, focus more on how you want to solve that problem. Solutions are there. But then if you want to learn cloud security by yourself, it might take a lot of time. So probably you can basically solve cloud security as a problem. Solutions will be commercial open source tools and then you learn along, right? So that would be my suggestion because I have seen a lot of technical folks majorly focus on, I want to do this, right? I will, because I need to learn. Uh, somewhere you have to start learning from others. As well. if, if your team member is doing, working on something, you can be part of as a, you know, as a mentor or as a, uh, team member and then learn what he has done that is also a learning point so that would be my suggestion so it's like teamwork for the win <laughs> yes yes because we can't do everything by ourselves right yeah yeah that's it correct all right all right Amol uh thank you so much for taking time to be the guest at this podcast I really appreciate you coming here and sharing about your journey and your insights with our listeners so thank you so much yeah uh, thank you thank you for having me this is my first podcast experience, so I'm not sure how it will come out, but I'm excited <laughs> to hear my own voice. So, like, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, you will be surprised. Okay, <laughs> I was surprised too when I started this. So, yeah, looking forward for it. All right. Okay. Thank you. That was it for today, listeners. I hope you enjoyed listening to Amol's journey. In case you want to reach out to him, you can find him on Twitter by the handle at the rate Amol Nayak four. Stay tuned for our next guest. Until then, stay safe and take care.